Gates. Mystery. Monsters. Mayhem. while we eat Ooh, jackie gleason he saw an alien he did actually yeah that's that's something we could probably talk about actually yeah that's a pretty fascinating story hell yeah brother cracking in <laughs> i crack it too all right cool i'll crack mine open too little lone star oh those are so good man i wish they had these year round mm. <sighs> we are recording recording cool yeah we're good to go I'm slowly working up to getting into this. As you know, yeah, my personal life's still in shambles. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, though. <laughs> yeah. Slowly figuring things out. Slowly figuring out how to Debatable, condense. But... Well, you know, <laughs> I was able to resin heads the other day. I think I'll be able to get back into the th- swing of things. I should get a car soon, hopefully. Then I'll be heading to the strip clubs. Uh, well, no, I actually just ride my bike to the strip clubs. It's fine. I'm excited. Is that far away? Is the strip club far away? Actually, I don't even know if there is a strip club in this town, but I think it's called the Silver Bullet. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know if it's still no. open or not. I don't really care. The only strip club that I enjoy is go is Deja Vu, which is up in Northwest Indiana. Oh yeah. But that's only because my friends have DJed there for years. John Davy, my friend with Tourette's, who I met through Rocky Horror, and you know, R.I.P. Yub nub in the sky, Ed Lipinski. Not yub nub up in the sky. That's not what that means. Is that what that means? Well, for those who have departed, yeah, they get a yub nub in the sky. I thought you turned into a force ghost when you die. Uh, It depends on your level of Jedi abilities. Depends depends on your belief system? Yes. Yes, it it, it depends. Not everybody can be a force ghost. Palpatine's not going to be a force ghost. Well, I'll just let you know, somehow... No, I was going to do that joke. Somehow Palpatine returned. I don't As know. As a force ghost. I don't know. Yeah. I think a monkey wrote the script. Yeah. Most likely. What happens if you put a hundred monkeys in a room with a typewriter? They write. Somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah. Yeah. Enough oh, of Star Wars. This is the colorized version of this. Yeah, we're watching the colorized version of the classic little shop of horrors the original one with a very young jack nicholson yes this is one of those occasions where the remake is better though yeah i do like the remake this doesn't get brought up a lot in that in that conversation no it's usually like the thing or the fly um i do enjoy the original ending to the remake which i saw in theaters i thought it was a much better moral um justification Yeah, that's a rough ending, man. It's a great ending. It's a great ending. If you love Godzilla, folks, if you've never seen the original ending of the remake of Little Shop of Horrors, go find it and watch it because it does not end good. No. It It ends ends, very badly. It ends great if you love (laughs) Godzilla movies. Yeah. uh, But it is a moral comeuppance to the character of Seymour because truthfully he was murdering people and, you know, you got to have consequences. It is crazy the amount of money and special effects they put into that ending and we're just yeah. like yeah we're gonna cut it, it. all because of, of test audiences yeah i don't believe in test audiences i think they're awful i don't either i don't studios do test audiences so that way they can blame somebody else if something doesn't work yeah well we did the test audience but uh you know i mean also just they're so not in the loop the like studios? They're, yeah they're just yeah. so detached from everything that 
no, I think justifiably they can't even tell what's good or bad. They're anymore. money men. Their yeah. only concern is profit margins. They don't understand anything about character arcs, creativity, writing. No, but I you also hear so many stories of like filmmakers making a movie and then they they think it's going to be terrible and then it ends up being like yeah, I don't know, Evil Dead 2. Kind of reminds me of the all uh, everything with uh, the radios. Yeah. At one point radio stations what was played was honestly dictated by the listeners they would call in i want to hear this yes. i want to hear that yeah and djs would play whatever and then in the 90s um who who bought all the radio stations clear channel clear channel bought all the radio stations and now they determine what gets played yeah that's, not not the listener they are iHeartRadio. yeah they're assholes but also like the grand Ole opry was kind of that way too yeah grand Ole opry was just to sell insurance sure yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't about music at all i'm actually just watching that movie about like hank williams with loki oh yeah it's okay yeah i i could be better sure i haven't finished it yet but i mean hank williams had a hard time getting on the grand Ole opry yeah it's like it's fucking hank williams man. right how right. can you give him a hard time to get on the opry i think it was more he just had a hard time staying sober i don't know but sometimes people are really good when they're drunk <laughs> this is true this is very uh, true. I'm not saying be an alcoholic, but sometimes people are high functioning and can do some yeah. amazing things when they're drunk. I don't know. Very surprising, but you're not wrong. Uh, you're not wrong, Walter. <laughs> you're just an asshole. All right, well, let's get into this. I don't want to keep you here all day because this episode yeah. is going to be... Well, we've been building up to it slowly over the past few months. We've teased it a little bit here and there. Yeah. But I'm just going to get into this today. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Breaking news announcement. Beep, 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 Inflation wars. Update from the front lines. I have bad news, folks. Although the Totino's Party Pizza Cheese is still holding at $1.99, I regret to inform you. Oh, no. I regret to inform you that the Jack's Cardboard Pizza has risen from $2.79 Actually, I take the back from three seventy nine to three ninety nine. The it pie is, is too damn high. It is the pot. Thank you, Brian. The pie is too damn high. With taxes, <laughs> you're paying over four dollars for a cardboard pizza. It's absolute bedlam. If you're making minimum I wage, just, I just came up with that that's catchphrase good. just that's now. That's like off the top. Of, that's <laughs> off the cuff. Yeah, just now. That the pie is too damn high. So there's going to be a sticker that says that. I'm going to get decals made. That yeah. pie is too high. Yeah. But if you're, a decal? A, de- a decal. <laughs> I'm going to have decals made that, say, yeah. that says the pie the is, pie too, is high. too damn high. But if you're working a minimum wage job, that pie is half of your fucking paycheck. That is actually true. That's a half hour's worth of work. That is bullshit. Wow. Didn't think of it that way. No, yeah. Boy, a that's Jack's a bummer. pizza. Oh. Like, there's a part oh, of me you break that it just, down like that. I know. It's really very sad. It's right? very sad. Also, the little Roma single serve pizzas used to be $2. They are now $2.29. That's absolute bullshit. That is absolute bullshit. So essentially, bullshit. the Roma, the little single-serve Roma that's two twenty-nine, is almost the equivalent of what a Jack's used to be prior to the pizza yeah. inflation wars. On the flip side, on the other side of it, uh, I went to the Meyer the other day. I got a take-and-bake flatbread pie. Yes. Five ninety-nine. Was the diameter of this? No, it was a flatbread, so it was like a weird rectangle. Oh, okay. okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably about the amount of surface space as a jacks. Sure, just in a rectangle. in a rectangle. Got it. So I'm saying for something that's more 
quote-unquote handmade. It's still all made by okay. machine, but yeah, yeah. fresher. It's only a couple more dollars. Okay. Well, I've got exciting news for you. Uh, I feel good about something in my life. Yeah. Now, although the Jax is three ninety nine. Yeah. In my freezer, I have had a Jax for weeks now. I've never been able to make it because my oven broke. Right? Yeah. What are you going to do? Right? Technically, I know it's probably a thermostat, but I'm working my ass off doing other things. I don't have time. I don't have time. You don't have time. So last night... You're not an electrician. No, I'm not. No. Last night... Can't even spell it. No, I can't. (laughs) I don't even say... I say electrician. Yeah. Electrician? Electrician. Electrician. Apostrophe L. Hell yeah. Yeah. So last night, I took a skillet. Previously, you've been doing microwaves. Yeah, I've been doing microwaves. That's how I've been getting by. The Red Baron. Yeah, I get a two-pack Red Baron single serve, four ninety nine for two pizzas. Yeah, four cheese. It's okay, you know. You're getting what you pay for. I get on my that fix. Yeah. That's it. It's not quality. <laughs> I get my fix. Yeah. Well, last night, I took a skillet, put it on the stove. Oh. Put a okay. little butter in it. Okay. Heated it up. Yeah. While that was heating up, I took out my jacks. Put it in the microwave, microwaved it for a minute 30. Just kind of got a little loosey-goosey. Get a little loosey-goosey. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then I put it in the skillet. But to, to emulate an oven, I took a steel salad bowl that was just the perfect size of my skillet, put it on top so it looked okay. like R2-D2's head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I cooked it <laughs> on a medium heat and I just... What? I just, I would lift up the lid, I would check the crust, and after about 10 minutes, guess what? I had a cooked Baby, you got pizza. pizza. Baby, you got a pizza right there. And I'll there. tell you what, that crust, yeah, super crispy, yeah. super crunchy. The, the, the toppings, me- melted cheese, I had tomato on it, I even had cauliflower. I'm disappointed in you. Why? You didn't even stop in your stride at my R2-D2 yell that I just did. That was pitch perfect. It is pitch perfect, <laughs> yeah. We don't have to use an actual R2-D2 sample. Yeah. Also, Disney would sue us. <laughs> they would. They would. The podcast would be done and over with. It's also funnier if you cut it off mid-yell. Yeah. Um, hey, intro the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to get that out there. The yeah, no, what? no. The front lines I will not back. stop for... Well, the front line price, it's it's not good. But I'm back, baby. I'm making pizzas. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. No more microwave for me. <sighs> All the cheese good. you can handle. I love it. <laughs> Sipping my Lone Star here. Yeah. Mondays are my day off. <laughs> and on my day off, I start drinking around noon. You don't get to interrupt that. I would never. Okay. I would never. God damn it. All right. Let's get into this. Yeah, um, tell the people. Today, we are going to be talking about one of the most famous, prominent, and perplexing cryptids of all time. This cryptid believe it or not, is something that every single one of us has encountered at some point within our lives. Maybe even this week. (laughs) It happens far more often than you think. Yeah. Uh, This cryptid has been around for about 2,000 years with early incarnations of it existing for thousands of years before that. You might be asking yourself, Mm, What? Yeah, Epion 5. What is it? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Is it air? And it's not air. <laughs> Am I talking about Bigfoot, the big old Sasquatch of the mighty woods? Mm. No, I'm not. No. Am I talking about Nesse, the Scottish plesiosaurus, the Great Lock of Scotland? No. no, you daft cunt. I'm not talking about <laughs> Nesse, you fucking coffin dodger. 
That's my favorite Scottish slang. Coffin dodger? Coffin dodger. Is that like a draft dodger? No, it refers to an old person. Oh, they just won't die. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's <laughs> honestly my favorite Scottish slang. Yeah, I love that. Coffin dodger. Well, perhaps, Brian, we are talking about the Mothman of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. God, I the, wish. The I wish harbinger we were. of doom for those who tried to cross the steel bridge and died a cold, watery death. Don't forget about Chicago. Yeah, there is the Chicago Mothman. Could be the same Mothman. There are photos of the Chicago Mothman. Could be the same Mothman. We'll talk about Mothman in the future. I've got a theory, mm. which I think is entirely plausible and realistic and logical. Owls. No, you're close. Cranes. Close. <laughs> crane-like. Yeah, it's mm. definitely crane-like. Mm. Uh, we're not talking about any of those classics. Today, we are going to be talking about a cryptid that boggles the mind. A cryptid that should not exist within an age of science, reason, and logic. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're not wrong. No. No. A cryptid that has somehow infiltrated and influenced our very lives, and in many cases, without our consent or permission. Some would just wish it would go away. <laughs> <laughs> Today, my friends, my listeners, and my enemies, Today, we are talking about Christians. And Christ is God. Christ is God. God, God, God. This is, yes, this is our Easter episode. It's our Easter special. Because yesterday was Easter, Easter yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So, baffling and perplexing, my God, Brian, where do these Christians come from and what do they believe? Where do they get off? <laughs> Technically, they're not supposed to get off, but that's well, fine. I mean, unless they're married. They can't see you under the blanket. It's true. Jesus can't see you under there. Well, it's dark. God can see everything. Mm. Maybe. Fair. No, fair. Now, I'm just going to preface this whole episode yeah. with a disclaimer. Yeah. That what you're going to hear is nothing more than an op-ed piece. It's nothing more than my personal opinions, your personal opinions, Brian. Yeah, yeah, let's be real. You're going to listen to two, two guys. What, atheists talk about Jesus. <laughs> You're going to get mad. I know. Uh, it's just our opinions, commentary, regarding certain aspects of Christianity and Christians themselves. It's not going to be a history episode, because most of you already know what Christianity is, as well as the basic tenets and fundamentals of Christian belief. Now, you might be asking yourself, come on, Epion, why are you picking on the Christians? What did they ever do to you? And that is This week? Yeah, this week, yes. <laughs> Just yesterday? Uh, it's a fair... Not much, but like about a month ago, it wasn't too great. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's a fair question to ask. Yeah. And I have an answer. Although everyone is entitled to an opinion, the validity of that opinion is determined by how familiar you are with the subject matter. Christianity is what I know. It's what I grew up with personally. It's what I once believed in for a long time. I really can't speak, criticize, or express my views on Judaism, Islam, or any other religions for that matter because I've never practiced them. And You've never the... studied? Actually, I have studied. <laughs> I'll get into that. I will get into that. I, will... I was get doing into a Ghostbusters thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and in a little bit, I'm going to open up and get personal and give you, the listener, a little backstory as to how I, Epion 5, became a part of the church and then ultimately why I, why I left. Why you're no longer a part of the church. Exactly. And now, if you are a Christian and you're listening to this, 
you're probably not going to like what we have to say. No. No. <laughs> no. But you know what? The beauty of this is um, if you don't like it, you can turn it off. Yeah. And I was going to say that. And truthfully, yeah, I'm not really going to rip into Christians, but more or less some of the basic beliefs and practices. And if you got something to say, send it to Electric Monster Pod <laughs> on Instagram. Because I never check that. <laughs> I, I, I'm curious if we'll actually get anything based on this episode, so I will bug you to check it. But uh, so I'm going to give you a fair warning right now. If you are the type of Christian who loves God, and you treat everyone with kindness, compassion, respect, and love, regardless of who that person is, regardless of whether that person is gay, straight, or trans, regardless of whether they've had an abortion. Basically, what I'm saying is... Don't forget about the color of their skin. Color of their skin, thank you. (laughs) That is important, yes. Regardless of race, minority, whatever, where they come from. Basically, what I'm saying is, if you practice your faith like Dolly Parton, (laughs) because she is the prime example of what a Christian should be. Yeah. If you practice your faith like Dolly Parton, turn this episode off now and just walk away. Or, you know, listen to it. Or we, need, can, we need but, the listens. But, we could you know, use I, the listens. You know, the, there are good Christians out there that I yeah. get. I'll get into that. But, you know, if you're happy with your faith and you're not an asshole about it, walk away. This, this episode is not for you. It's not about you. However, mm. if you feel as a Christian that you have the biblical right, judgment, and authority to make decisions for others while not allowing those people to make decisions for themselves, then by all means, keep listening. Yeah, that's pretty fucked, man. Thank you. It is pretty fucked. It <laughs> is pretty, pretty fucked. fucked. Now, this is the part in this, in this episode where I'm going to open up. I'm going to give you a little peek into the history of Epion 5 and my involvement with Christianity in the church. So, you'll pr- Brian, you're probably going to learn stuff. I think so. Yeah. Actually, before I get into it, I'm going to ask, ha- have you had any involvement with Christianity or the church? Have you ever gone? Have you ever read the Bible? The Bible? The Bible? The Bible? The good book? <laughs> oh, yeah, me and Barb Nolback reading the Bible. Um, n- never read. Um, it's a big-ass book. It is and it's boring big. as fuck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, um, I, I could probably guarantee that most Christians haven't actually sat down and read that whole fucking thing. It can be tedious. It's, it's a like, lot. It's like reading. It's like reading the Cimmerillion from Tolkien. Yeah, I'm not going to read that either, dude. Dragons yeah. are fucking lame. Um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went to church maybe four or five times. Okay, like for special occasion church, like Easter or Christmas. No, or oh, okay, just like a no, like just like one Sunday. summer. I was okay. like, I like tried it. Yeah, I was probably. It's probably in fourth or fifth grade. Okay. Did not grow up with religion. My mother was a Christian. My father was an agnostic. Okay. We never went to church as a family. Sure. Um, a neighbor, like a friend uh, who lived down the street, was like, they, their house was very religious. So I just like tried it. I just okay. went. And I made, you know, the personal process of like, that's yeah, not for me. Okay. You decided that pretty early on. Yeah. Oh, interesting. By actually going through the motions. Yeah, okay. And, like, trying it. Okay. And was like, nah, this, uh, this isn't this isn't the kind of talk I want to hear. <laughs> um, Do you remember what kind of church it was? Um, Baptist, Lutheran, Pentecostal, Catholic? I don't remember. Okay. Well, for me, my, my story's a little bit different. It's a lot more involved, so bear with me. 
Um, my grandmother was a Sunday school teacher at an old Lutheran church out in the middle of farm country. Uh, so I would go with her to church when I was like three and four, three or four. Yeah. Um, but the church was extremely boring and dry. It was old school religion. There was very little joy. And it was just a bunch of old grizzled farmers. You know, when they would sing hymns, it was basically just a monotone singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ours was the like like wanted to be kind of like a mega church kind of thing mm. where it's like bad rock music. Okay. Yeah. This was the complete opposite. <laughs> this was the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I stopped going like when I was like around five. And, you know, for years I I was just living in Star Wars land, you know, with yeah. the figures. Um and then the summer after ninth grade, I started going to a youth group. But but what happened was Prior to that, I, I met the kids in the local subdivision that I was living in, and I'd hang out and play with them, you know, eighth grade and whatnot. And they would always go to church. Like this one family had a, a son and daughter, brother and sister. And they'd always go to church Wednesdays and Sundays. And so kind of similar to my situation. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one day the, the 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 girl said, "Hey, do you want to come with me to youth group? It's fun." And I was summer of ninth grade. I'm just in high school. Which, if you don't know, high school's miserable. It's very true. You're lonely. Yeah. I don't know who my friends are. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah. You know? And so I went to the youth group. And it was not what I was expecting. It what didn't take place in a church. It mm. was at somebody's house. Oh. The youth pastor's house. Oh. But it wasn't creepy. Okay. Apparently, if I remember correctly, the house was paid for by the church. And the youth pastor and his must wife... Must be nice. Must be nice, right? <laughs> the youth pastor and his wife were there. Yeah. There was assistant youth pastors with their wives. So it was, it was you know, everybody was there. All it was these, on the up and up. Te- yeah, it was on the up and up. All yeah. these teenagers were there. And honestly, I had fun. Like, it wasn't stuffy. Yeah, that was, was just, kind of my thing was like... I went to like a like a summer camp or okay. whatever, and yeah, it was just like hanging out outside, yeah. doing, doing like arts and crafts and shit. And we talk about the Bible or yeah. just casually. It wasn't boring. It wasn't dry. Uh, I had fun. Yeah. You know, these people they didn't care who I was. They were just happy I was there and I was friends with them. So I enjoyed it. I started going every Sunday with her. I didn't go to church yet. I only went to youth group with her. And then eventually I started going to church, and it was a, a Baptist church in Crown Point, but it was really kind of non-denominational. Baptist in name, mm. but more or less non-denominational. Just focus on the basic messages of Christianity. That's kind of the ideal, yeah. right? Be like Jesus, love yeah. everybody, let's have a good time. Right. Yeah, so... Could be in a dick. I, yeah. <laughs> I was having a good time. And then um, in October of 10th grade... The youth group took a trip to uh, see a local, uh, a Christian rock concert. Hell yeah! Yeah, this was no Striper. It was a, it was a not a band, not as big as Striper, but they were called Rez. R E Z oh. stands for Resurrection Baby. I mean, yeah, I could have put that together. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, and it, I was really into heavy metal, like yeah. the big four: Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth. Striper. Oh, <laughs> Striper does have a good album. To Hell with the Devil is pretty sweet. Even Christianity aside. They're no Leuven brothers, but <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that blood harmony. That's no. true. Um, so I went to this concert, and it was fun. It wasn't yeah. my type of music, but it was just fun. And they did the thing at the end of the night where the band's like, "Hey, if you want to get into heaven, you know, we've, we're all sinners. Sin prevents you from getting into heaven. You're going to go to hell if you die. But through the the glory of Jesus and His forgiveness, if you accept Him in your heart, you're good. You go to heaven. You'll, 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 your, your name is written in the book of life. It can never be erased. 
And I was feeling it that night. Yeah. I was feeling it. So that night, I was feeling like... Feeling the Holy Ghost? Feeling the you Holy Ghost got the Holy Ghost, Ghost in it. And I was like, yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do this. So I was like, Jesus, I want you in my life. And then when I got on the bus with the youth group, because we had to be bused back to our church, I told the youth pastor what I had done. And he was like, awesome. You know, gave me a hug. And then he said to everybody on the bus, everybody, I got it. Well, he asked me, can I tell everybody? And I was like, yeah, you can tell everybody. He's like, everybody got an announcement. He's like, well, Epion 5 here. <laughs> Epion 5. Yeah. Made the choice. Yeah. He accepted Jesus into his heart. And it was like a fucking party on the bus ride home, man. Jesus it was, fucking Christ. I, it was awesome. I felt great. <laughs> yeah. And then at that point on, like, yeah, man, I was I was in it. I was in it to win wow. it. Wow. Bible studies, all of that. Uh, in high school, I was what they called an uber Christian. Oh, you know, really? I love, I love Jesus. Really? Yeah. I, I tried not to be a dick about it, though, but I love Jesus, you know? I was out by middle school. Yeah. <laughs> like, the summer going in, I was like... Like, there was a moment when we all had our heads down, and we were praying, and we were we were, we were, were telling the stories, and, like, the dude up there, the pastor, I believe mm-hmm. is his name. Pastor, <laughs> preacher. Yeah, that dude was, like, talking about the snake and the tree, and yeah. when I lifted my head up, I looked around, everybody was deep in it, and I was like, really? I'm out. This is what you guys believe in? <laughs> and then I never went back. Yeah. yeah. I, I was in it. I loved it. Um, I, I actually I was so much into it that the youth group they had this program I can't remember what it was called but it was like an apostle program because adults have a hard time connecting with teenagers that's Rel- why Robin was invented yeah. <laughs> so they had a program where teenagers who like excelled in biblical studies would then help guide other teenagers mm. I was that guy wow I ended up being that guy I would do bible studies with other kids I am learning so much right, right now right yeah it's just shocking so my, my, my <laughs> point is remember I talked about opinions yeah. vary yeah. the validity of the yeah. opinion varies because I'm an artist I'm a painter if somebody who's never painted anything tells me how to stretch a canvas I'm gonna be like that's no your opinion is pretty far from it my man i've never even stretched canvas i could probably figure it out though yeah (laughs) i've never been hunting i'm not gonna tell a hunter what kind of gun to use nah my opinion is not valid or relevant i could probably figure it out (laughs) maybe thanks to google yeah so um here just to give you an example of how much i was in high school i would wear t-shirts that were like novelty jesus shirts yeah no i can't no shit not i had one Okay, it was a Pepsi shirt. It had the Pepsi logo. Pepsi, yeah. choice of a new generation. But instead of the Pepsi, it said Jesus in the logo. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, I would have kicked your ass I know. in school. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not, though, because I, was I wasn't an asshole. I tried not to be an asshole. That was the whole point. Yeah, no, no, no. You're, like Jesus. Look, you're not, you're not wrong about that. It's more like like, like the, the my friends would be like, yeah, he's cool, but like, Ah, we don't need to invite him out. Right. No. I, yeah. And and to be fair, yeah, I didn't go to sleepovers or parties. I, I didn't do like, any of that. When I was in a band in high school, yeah. our lead guitarist was like very religious. Hmm. And uh, after we would do band practice, he would leave, and we would like hang out and get drunk. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Or yeah. like grill. We would like go buy a bunch of food and like grill out. Hell yeah. And like, yeah, he can he can do his own thing. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what, what I'm saying is, yeah, I was re- my, my beliefs were sincere. Yeah. It wasn't fake. Yeah. I was really in it. Well, 
You thought you were going somewhere. I thought I was. Heaven. Then the the place was heaven. This is where it all started to fall apart. Ooh, this is me. the best part of yeah, the story. This is where it gets a little weird. This is where the Old Testament starts becoming the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I started going Someone's to college. Someone's about to begat someone. Yeah. <laughs> Started going to college, and I should say, uh, trigger warning, this is going to be some very serious subject matter. Ooh, am I allowed to laugh during Oh, you and I can laugh, yes. <laughs> okay, I mean, come good. on, dude. We yeah, were, no, we I, know, I know we who we are. We laughing about a four-year-old boy who choked on four year olds. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. really practiced. A four-year-old yeah. boy who choked on a red yeah. missile. It's sad, but we did laugh. Um, I'm surprised we didn't make any red rocket jokes on I this know. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably low hanging fruit. Oh, I see what you did there, man. Good times. Shazam. Good time. Well, yeah. So he doesn't believe in vaccines. No, he doesn't. <laughs> probably why his movie failed, uh, among other reasons. Yeah. So I started going to college, and then an, a, a very sad and bad event happened in our church, which actually happens in pretty much every church. It starts with the p word. Oh. I'm talking about a pedophile. Oh. Had a guy in the church who yeah. was discovered to be diddling the boys, the little boys. Um, and the thing is, I knew the guy. I was friends with the guy. I was friends with his family. Yeah. I knew his kids. I'm not going to say who the, for their identity. I'm not. Yeah, gonna that's say probably it. smart. Yeah, that's a lot are. of bleeping. That's a lot of back. So um, editing for me. I had the, I, I had the scoop of who it was. Yeah. What he had done. And so this is where... Was it one of those things, like, once it was announced, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I see it. No, not really. Yeah? I, no. I worked with a dude. Yeah. Actually, I worked with him at two different jobs. I followed him from one job to another job. Okay. And uh, once he moved out of state, it came out that he had, like, molested his best friend's daughter. Mm, that's... And uh, all of our, like, you know, friend group was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I they see saw it. it. Oh yeah, yeah it all makes no, sense. I don't, I don't think anybody saw this this coming. He's in yeah. jail for it. Technically, he is. I, I could say this guy's name because uh, he did get busted eventually, and he does have a record. But for he has daughters, and I don't yeah. want to yeah, do yeah. that to them. Um, because as far as I know, I think they disowned him, and they want nothing to do with him. Um, so I, I'm just going to say this. I mean, obviously. It's bad. Pedophilia is bad. It's awful. I'm not joking about it in any way. But when this happened and how the church chose to handle it, this is I started getting confused because, on one hand, what the church did was they they just kicked him out. Mm. Like they kicked him out. That that tale is old as time, right? Right. And I and I kept thinking, wait a minute. I'm not defending the guy, but obviously the guy's fucked up and needs help. If you're kicking him out into the secular world. That's how's that going to help him? In my mind, it seems like okay, keep him away from the kids. But if you're the pastor or preacher and this is your flock, one of yours went astray. It's up to you to guide this guy. Maybe you should not kick him out of the church. Maybe you should have one-on-one -on -one church with him. That's what you're fucking paid to do. If your dog is lost, you don't look for a couple of hours and call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. When Tom Selleck was gone. <laughs> I was out every fucking night looking for Tom for days, for weeks. That was a Billy Madison reference. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Come on, man. This podcast is better than that. No, it's not. I know. No, it's not. But it's the Sandman's best movie, brother. Yeah. Airheads is actually probably. Airheads is great. Airheads yeah. is probably. So best. I didn't understand why they did that instead yeah. of trying to help him. I don't know if a pedophile can be helped. I don't know. But there was no effort made. 
It was just, get out, we're not going to ever speak of you again. I'm like, that doesn't solve the problem. No. My other thought was, in the church I had been raised to believe that we are meant to forgive everybody. We're supposed to be like Jesus, and Jesus forgives you of all your sins. And I thought, okay, now I will say this about forgiveness. If somebody does something awful, and that it's happened to me, I'm sure it's happened to you, you can forgive somebody. It doesn't mean you have to be friends with them, like them, or have them be a part of your life. Oh, yeah, no, I'm of the mindset of, uh, you can forgive, but I ain't fucking forgetting. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, and the, I thought, are, are we supposed to forgive this guy for what he did? I don't know. No. Okay. No. But the church just didn't talk about it. Everybody yeah. was silent. Uh, people started leaving the church at that point. And I thought, well this, well, this is just weird. I didn't understand how they handled it. I didn't agree with how they handled it. Yeah, they didn't handle it well. But at the same time, I don't blame anyone for leaving. No, I don't blame them either. But I just kept thinking, we should talk about this, right? This yeah. is something that is affecting us as a group. We're supposed to be a family. We need to talk about this. Yeah. But no, it was, let's just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, okay, well, that's that's a little odd. That kind of goes against everything that I have been taught. I will say this, uh, in college, you know, I, I believed in the creation story. God made Adam and Eve, mm. right? Hey, I'm God. I'm like a magician. Boom, Adam. I'm going to take, I'm gonna, boom, Eve, I made you. No, no, no. You forgot the part where he was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to give him a lady to hang out with yeah and then like a few days later he's like oh there's that yeah here you go rip that out of out of me so you know (laughs) because he's all knowing and all all knowing all powerful but he forgot to make a woman yeah in in church we were taught that evolution didn't exist right it's not true yeah yeah i i came from a very more scientific background even as a as a child so well i you know we talked about why evolution wasn't real and why the creation story was real I, I'm of the mindset that if I'm going to believe something or disbelieve something, I should know both sides. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if I'm not going to believe in evolution, I should at least understand the the science behind evolution. So when I was in college, I decided I'm going to take a class on the theory of evolution. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If I'm going to argue against it, I should know about it. So That's kind of how I felt about Christianity. Was right. I was like... I don't know anything about it, so I'll go check it out. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the whole semester, I'm like, I'm just going to study it yeah. objectively. I'm just going to take it all in. And after this semester, I was like, fuck, man, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it really Did you actually go sense. into it expecting to be like, well, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make no. sense. That doesn't. No, I didn't want to argue with the professor. Yeah. I wanted to hear everything that he had to say. Yeah. And just listening to it and comparing and just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. But still at this point, I still have my beliefs. So I did the thing where I was like, well, maybe God used evolution as a means to create man. And at a certain point, he decided, okay, now we have Adam and Eve. Yeah. You know, whatever. I mean, really couldn't, like, you can fucking bend those rules to be like, they didn't have fucking science back yeah. then. They thought a bush was talking to him. You know, Dar- <laughs> Darth Vader killed your father. Yeah. From a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. That's the Obi-Wan Kenobi syndrome. Threw Palpatine down a hole. Somehow he came back. I don't know. (laughs) Turns out that was a clone. So, yeah. (laughs) Another thing about Christianity that was always drilled into my head was Christianity is the one true religion. All other religions are fake. Right? Okay, but I didn't really know much about other religions. 
So I decided I'm going to take a class about the study of religions in college. I took a mythology class in Mytho high school. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, a non this was an objective class. You know, it wasn't favoring one religion or another. It said, this is what Christianity believes. This is what Judaism believes. This is what Islam, all other religions. Just like matter-of-factly, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Just and knocking out these hood rats. Exactly. <laughs> and like, right away, the first thing that I noticed was, they're all the same. Yeah. They're all very similar yeah they all have a creation story uh, a deity who uh, who creates the universe the world uh creates mad woman men women fuck up and then there's a martyr that you're supposed to believe in and you know i mean without getting into the specifics there there have been thousands of religions before jesus that were exactly the same thing as christianity yeah so at that point i was like oh, damn it man this is everything that i've learned was starting to unravel but even after my college years, I, I decided I'd, I'd stop going to church and just decided to take my time and figure things out on my own. Yeah. I decided I was going to take my time. You did some independent research. I did independent <laughs> research, yes. Well, we're going to fast forward to the 2016 presidential election. Mm. This is where things are going to start getting juicy here. That sounds awkward to say. I don't like yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Let's forget that one. Um, <laughs> Now, before I Because notoriously, McDonald's hamburgers are not that juicy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> i tell you what is juicy. Dairy Queen has some great burgers. Good dogs. Uh, I haven't Love had the dog. dogs, but Love when I ate meat, I used to eat their burgers. And I'll tell you what, those were some fucking good burgers. Yeah. There's yeah. always a place for you at the Dairy Queen. Thanks, man. They got that soft serve. He's uh, waiting for Guffman. <laughs> I'm dropping them. I'm dropping I know. them left and right. Well, that's good, because you got to break up this. This is uh, pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. Now, before I get into the guts of that shit show, we need to go back in time. Can't wait to get up in them guts. Yeah. To January 19th, 2004. Mm. Howard Dean, a former... Ah! Yes! <laughs> yes! Thank you! Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Howard Dean, a former three-term governor of Vermont, was considered a political frontrunner for the upcoming presidential elections of that year. He was one of the only Democrats who openly criticized and opposed the Iraq war as part of his platform. Yeah. That's some pretty good moral standards. Not bad. Yeah. On January 19th, 2004. Would have been better than stage, John Kerry. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. He looks like Frankenstein. He does look like Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein's monster. And with a with a pinch of that... Uh, oh, of, the dude uh, from Reanimator. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Gale? I can't Gale's remember that the doctor's name. name. Dr. Man. Hill. Dr. Hill, yeah. Fucking A, man. Nasty. That, that guy's nasty. That's uh, all I've got to say. If we ever do a reanimator episode, we'll talk about that guy. Sure. But on January 19th, 2004, while on stage celebrating that night's events, Howard Dean was so excited, he let out a scream during his speech. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House! Yeah! Unfortunately for him, that one scream was his downfall. <laughs> <laughs> that one little bit of excitable audio on his part was scrutinized, made fun of, sampled, shared. Fuck, dude, there was, I'm pretty sure there was a Saturday Night Live skit that made fun of him. Oh, there had to be. The point is, his political career, his bid for the pre presidency was over all because of one scream. One time a dude misspelled potatoes. Oh yeah, Dukakis. <laughs> yes. Dukakis misspelled the word potato. Yeah. And people were like, that guy's stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm not voting for that guy. Get that guy off the ballot. Yeah. So, yeah. 
during Donald <laughs> During Donald presidential campaign, an audio tape was released that featured Trump saying some pretty awful things about women. He was caught on tape saying, and I quote, if you want, off record, we could, we could probably find the audio and put it I in. I really don't need that search result. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it. I'm not even going to try to do a funny voice for this because it's, it's just fucking awful. But if you're not familiar, I will remind you what Donald Trump said. And it's, he said, quote, I did try and fuck her. She was married. I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. I moved on her like a bitch. But I couldn't get there. She was married. Then all of a sudden I see her. She's now got the big phony tits and everything. I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. When you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a guy that people are like, that's my guy. Yeah. After hearing that audio clip, I don't know about you, but after hearing that audio clip, I was sure his political career was over. If a screen could ruin Howard Dean's career, yeah. surely this would derail his presidential bid. The man was not only objectifying women, he was bragging about cheating on his wife, which if you're a Christian, that's considered adultery and yeah. is a sin. Yeah. And his comment about pussy grabbing without consent, no less, that's straight up rape behavior. Yeah. I don't mean to trivialize it, but sexual acts without consent is called rape and molestation. Yeah. But to my shock and surprise, his followers did not back down. Matter of fact, they doubled down and supported him, supported him even more than before. And who are his followers, Brian? They are conservatives. Nazi? Oh. Uh, yeah? <laughs> You're not wrong. Nazis? Nazis? Mostly, mostly Nazis. Proud boys, conservatives, and... Christians. Yeah. A lot of Christians were supporting a, Donald Trump. What a weird group to be lumped in with, huh? Right. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Once I started seeing the shit show of the 2016 presidential election and how many of my conservative Christian friends on Facebook still loved and supported Trump, despite his rapiness and adultery amongst other disgusting behavior, I was done. Yeah. Granted, I had been slowly separating from Christianity for a few years prior, but that really was the the final nail. At that point, I was I, not only was I done with religion, but I started openly arguing with Christians on Facebook, pointing out their hypocrisy. It's a fun thing to do for you. It is fun. It passes the time. Yeah, it does. So let's let's do it. You and I are going to have a little open discussion here. Let's yeah. get into some topics. Let's have some good discussion about. Yeah. I, um, around that time when it was, like, bubbling up, went to a dinner with, like, one of the regulars at the bookstore. Okay. Um, not so much, like, a friend, but, like, a dude that I just knew in passing. And he was very much like, hey, you should come on out. We'll, uh, we'll go get some dinner or whatever and hang out and talk. And I'm always weary when people I'm also me. very I'm like, weary okay. about that shit. But I was like, you know what? It was like that scene... In Ferris Bueller, I was like, he's going to keep calling. He'll call. He's calling. He's going to keep calling <laughs> okay, you. I'll, I'll, I'll go. go. I'll, I'll go. go. I'll go. I'll go. So we went. We got dinner. One of his buddies came over. Like, it was just like, like a, you know, guys hanging out, drinking beer kind of thing. Okay. Although I, at that time, you know, I don't, I don't drink. So, um, and then it inevitably turned into the topic of politics. Mm. And he and his friend are very, you know, Christian, very... Trump. Yeah. And I had never felt more outnumbered in my entire <laughs> life. 
Not only that, even at that time, single man, no family, no kids, two family men who have daughters. Yeah. And Trump is the guy they're going to vote for. The pussy grabber. After a sentence like that. Yeah. How can you support a man who says things like that if you have a daughter? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. No, it boggles the mind. It perplexes the mind. Yeah. Uh, Interesting side note, a lot of people don't know this. My dislike for Trump, I don't mean to make this political, but... Fun fact, my dislike was before the presidential election. I saw season one of The Apprentice, and I said, this show sucks ass. Yeah. Did you know <laughs> Trump owned the uh, the Miss Teen America, yeah. Miss Pageant? Yeah. Right. Do you know what he was caught doing? Presumably grooming children. Kind of. He would just walk into the dressing rooms unannounced to inspect the kids. Yeah, I knew about this. Right. Yeah, if you're fucked. a father and a complete an adult man walks in to watch your daughter change... A moral person would beat the shit out of that person. Yeah. But instead, eh, we're going to vote for him. It's very weird. It doesn't make sense. It's very weird. Yeah. Here's one that I'm going to bring up. I think it's a lot of people who are so angry that a black man was a president, and Democrat no less, that we had to go to a complete polar extreme. I don't know, honestly. I think think it has a lot to do with that. Yeah. I, I think it is an undercurrent of blatant racism. I just... it. Boggles my mind that a scream could ruin a guy's career. I mean, career. yeah, that too. And look, I'm not saying, you know, Obama was the end-all, be-all greatest president we've ever had. That dude did drone strikes. He killed innocent people oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a saint compared to what we've dealt with, well, before Obama and after Obama. Yeah. A saint compared to those sure. people. I got one for you. Bush looks nice compared to Bush, Trump. Yeah. Yeah, that Bush guy is, killed a lot of people. Uh, he's pretty, he's mellowed out in his old age. Yeah, well, you know, you, you yeah. do a few paintings in the bathtub, you know, know, that's going to get you some places. Yeah, that's true. I've eaten pie in the bathtub, and uh, it's, it's a pretty calming procedure. I've not done that yet. Uh, oh, it's awesome. not long for me, yeah, though. It's gonna be, you're going to love it. Um, <laughs> here's one. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Let's talk about, uh, oh my God. Well, first off, before we get into the let's go, Brandon, Brian, yeah. what's soaking? Uh, is that the thing that the Mormons do? Yes, but it's it's other... I think the Mormons started it, but it's gone on. Yes, that's where, like, premarital sex is considered a sin. Yeah. So what, the, what kids, teens do now is, well, it's not premarital sex if I just insert my penis into the vagina. But no thrusting. Thrust. No, no, no. That's what we call a loophole, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> and not just vagina, also the anal cavity. Oh, yes. interesting. Sodomy. Yes. But, but <laughs> yeah. no thrusting. Yeah. It's called soaking. Yeah. Now, all that is, is you're trying to cheat the system by trying to find a workaround, thereby allowing you to do and experience the very things that you're not supposed to do. What about, have you heard about the, the thing where the third jumps on the bed? So the bed is doing all the thrusting for you? No. That's a thing. Yeah, you oh, got to recruit a friend to like, you know, get things moving. Okay. Here's my problem with that and why it ties into the Let's Go Brandon. Yeah, and I yeah. see this a lot. So I did a little online research. Like, is soaking considered a sin? Though, uh, I, oh, yes, it is. It's, I mean, it, there's no workaround to it. You're still participating in a sexual act before marriage. It's considered a sin. Yeah, but like eating meat is a sin. Sure. <laughs> but here's my problem with the Let's Go Brandon stuff. Yeah. If you don't know, Let's Go Brandon is another way of saying fuck Joe Biden. 
Um, well, let's get into the real thing, though. Some race car driver said, fuck Joe Biden, right. and then a reporter was like, did you say, let's go, Brandon? Yes. And he said, hor, 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 yeah, yeah. I did. But people have and then adopted it turned into that. a thing. Yeah. yeah, people have adopted that and turned it into a sly way of saying, fuck Joe Biden, without having to say, fuck Joe Biden. Just fucking grow up and say, fuck Joe Biden, if you want to. Exactly. I, I mean, look, having a flag outside your house that says fuck Joe Biden yes. on it is trashy. Yeah. But at least I know that you're not a coward. My, <laughs> yeah. My problem is, so, like, driving through some conservative areas and Christian areas, I would see houses that would have a flag with the cross and then also something in the yard that says fuck Joe, or let's go Brandon. Yeah. And my thought is, listen, the life that you live in church is supposed to be the life that you live outside of church. If yeah. If you don't, you're yeah. a hypocrite. Right? I mean, I say coward, but yes, same. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to go into church and say the word fuck because generally c- cursing is considered a sin. Yeah, the only people who would are you and me and we're not allowed in there. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the way we look. If you're going to say fuck Joe Biden in church, yeah. don't go for the workaround. Let's go Brandon. Don't, yeah. It's basically the equivalent of soaking in my mind. <laughs> it's verbal soaking. It's verbal soaking. It's verbal soaking. People. It's Come political on. verbal soaking. I agree. Don't be a fucking coward. Just say, fuck Joe Biden. Just say what don't you want to say. Don't try to hide behind something so that you can get around sinning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. I disagree. No. Here's the thing also. Not the biggest fan of Joe Biden yeah, either. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that Joe Biden. That dude's also killed a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck. Fuck all of them. Fuck None of, of these them. guys are going to be your fucking savior. No. They're all monsters. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? God is good, Brian. Hashtag blessed. God is not good. Let's talk about that. He's... Let's talk about God is good, hashtag blessed. Now, actually, I know. We'll get into that a little bit. Okay. I'm talking it, about... Everything falls apart when you bring Hitler into the mix. <laughs> Literally all I of know. religion falls apart when you bring him in. I know. But what I'm talking about, and I see this all the time, and I'm guilty of doing it back when I was yeah. a Christian. Yeah. Something good happens in your life. You get that job promotion, and you say, I got that job promotion. God is good. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hashtag blessed. Hail Satan. I see this a lot on Facebook where somebody has cancer. Yeah. They go through chemo, cancer goes into remission, and they say, cancer's in remission, baby. God is good. Do people not understand? The doctors did most of the work. The doctors did the work. But no, the thing about that God is, gave you the cancer, then, if that's the case. No. Yeah, yeah. Or in their mind, Satan gave it to them. It's, they kind of tend to forget about that guy. I know. But my problem with that saying God is good or hashtag blessed because something good happened in their life is it really offends people. Let me let me say it this way. You're a Christian. You, you had cancer. You go through chemo. You, you survive. Your cancer goes into remission and you say, God is good. I survived. What about the Christian who didn't survive cancer? Yeah, the flip side. What does that say about them? Does that mean they God were, is they not were bad, good? That's a, they're a bad Christian. Were they not blessed? No. This happened in my church, actually, back when I went to church. They ate meat on a Friday. They, they had to die. Yeah. Um, in my church, there was this family, and they were poor. It was obvious they were poor. Yeah. Like They had hand-me-down clothes. The kids had hot dog mouths with crusts around there was it you and me it was not you (laughs) oh no it was not us were we looking in a mirror no they had the kool-aid stains on their lips hell yeah dude um but there was the mom the the kids were younger than me i think they were like eight and ten or something but i i would play with them when they would come to church we had like a foosball table and i play foosball with them hell yeah dude yeah you fucking destroyed them too because they were mountain no they were pretty good (laughs) 
Um, and then one day the old the older kid wasn't there. Yeah. And it was like, and then it it found it became known that um, he got diagnosed with uh, brain cancer. Jeez. Like sudden onset. I think. I Just think, like. I think in the stem of his brain. Yeah. And and it was he died fast. Yeah, very fast. Yeah. Very painful. God damn. And he was just gone. Yeah. And then shortly after the, the family stopped, I didn't see them anymore. And I and I kept thinking, it's awful when somebody says God is good because something good happens to them because there are plenty of people, good people, who are trying to find a job, who lose their house. Yeah. Bad things happen to them. Or on the flip side, there's a ton of fucking awful people that good shit happens yeah. to. So, yeah. Is God good? Are you really hashtag blessed? Because when you say that, no. you're kind of insulting other people who are going through some serious shit in their lives. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not really a fan when I see that on Facebook or whatever. Um, I read a Christian article about this whole idea of yeah. using God as good. Yeah. And even the article, it, it didn't even touch on that idea of you might be insulting somebody who's going through a hard time. What it said was, and this boggled my mind, I keep using boggled and perplexing, because that's, that's what it the is. script it is. It is, yeah. Um, the article said, you don't have to use the phrase, God is good, or blessed, because something good happens to you. You should also use it when something bad happens to you, to acknowledge the glory of God. And they used examples. They said, oh, my grandpa died. <laughs> no. God that was an actual example no. used in this article. No. Yeah, my grandpa died. God is good. No. Hot dogs are on sale this week. God is good. <laughs> <laughs> My oven broke and I can't cook a pizza. God is Hashtag good. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. You know? Um, although I figured out why they would go that route, and that ties into what I'm going to talk about later, and that's the book of Job. We're going to get into that. It's fucked. I don't understand it. If you're saying I play favorites, you're wrong. I love all my children equally. I don't care for Job. Here's another topic I'm going to get into. This one is uh, ugh. heaven and hell, Brian. Who Dio. Thank you. <laughs> Holy diver. Yeah. Heaven when and it, hell. When he was in Sabbath. Yeah. Heaven Who and hell. gets it's a great to album. go where? Who gets to go where? Yeah, I've um, I've come to this realization. Maybe it was just watching my father die, and uh, um, the world doesn't care about you. Doesn't care about anybody. In fact, to think that the Lord cares so much about you that he's going to give you all of these things because you read a book means that you are a fucking egotistical asshole that does not care about other people. Nobody decides anything. Okay. You're just going in a hole in the ground. <laughs> the I world did, is unforgiving. I did write a little bit about this because this was one that I think about a lot, actually. This, this was one of the topics that I really started to then diverge from my Christian path. Yeah. Aside from the fact that I was like, well, evolution makes sense. Jesus, fuck. Um, I mean, yeah. You know, all the yeah. religions are saying, well, fuck. Yeah. But I kept thinking about the idea of heaven and hell. So about 12 years ago, I was reading an article about an uncontacted tribe within the Amazon oh, rainforest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it didn't yes. go so well for that guy that contacted mm -hmm. them. Well, <laughs> I tried to find that actual article. The, mich I the mission, the mission guy that went out there, right? Um, oh, that's the one tribe. Yeah, yeah. there is an uncontacted, tr uncontacted tribe that'll kill you if yes. you even set foot. Yeah. No, this was about, uh, this was in the Amazon. This was literally a guy uncontacted with any of the outside, didn't even know the outside world existed. Mm. The aerial photography was able to find him. Imnai Shyamalan's The Village. Yes. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I couldn't find that article, but to to this day, there are still multiple news articles being published about uncontacted tribes within the jungles of the world. As of right now, there it is estimated that there are about 100 uncontacted tribes left. Yeah. What exactly is an uncontacted tribe? It's native folks who have no contact with the outside world, still live exactly as they have for thousands of years. These are people who have their own language, their own beliefs. They are hunter-gathering societies. Some of these tribes do know that there is an outside world and want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like that tribe that'll kill you if you set foot yes. on their beach. Yes. And then there are some tribes... Or the Amish. Or the Amish. <laughs> I love the Amish. Uh, there are some tribes that don't know about the outside world. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's, it's, it's nuts. God, I envy them sometimes. Well, I... <laughs> So these are people who have never heard of Jesus Christ. They've never heard of the Bible. They've never heard of any Christian concepts whatsoever. So what happens to them when they die? I posed this question to a former Christian friend of mine, and her answer was unsettling because without hesitation or contemplation... Just they she, go to hell? Yeah, she flat out said, oh, they go to hell. Mm. They go to hell. I ended up getting into a pretty serious conversation with her, and I kept asking her questions. I'm like, wait, so you're going to tell me that this person who's never heard of Christ, never heard of God, doesn't know anything about Christian heaven or hell, yeah. doesn't know anything about the idea of salvation by believing in Christ, is going to go to hell for something that he has no concept of. Or on the, on the flip side, what about the people who lived and died before Christ? Yeah. Do they just go to hell because that guy wasn't born yet? <laughs> crickets are chirping right now man yeah I don't know. right so, there's a lot of time before that guy came around yeah so i asked i asked her millions this. billions every answer that she gave me was it wasn't really an answer she just kept repeating verses from the bible and i'm like no no i'm asking you joy that was her name which is yeah. kind of ironic because she there was no joy um i need you as a person to formulate an opinion yeah tell me <laughs> not regurgitate bullshit happen to this guy why is it fair that this person who has no concept of what you are trying to preach yeah. is going to go to hell. He's going to be punished for something he doesn't even know about. Is that fair? And she said, her, this was the one answer that she gave me, she, which I didn't agree with. She's like, well, that's why we as Christians have to be missionaries and go to their world and inform mm -hmm. them of this choice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, but that still doesn't answer the question about people who were never even given that option of a choice. Yeah, right. Yeah, eventually I stopped talking to her. We stopped talking to each other altogether. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I would have stopped talking to her a long time ago. I, I, well, yeah, I kind of want to know. You have more patience think. with people. I'm than generally I do. curious. About, I know you yeah. are. Yeah. I did hear an answer from somebody about this. It was another person who said that God is merciful, God's not unfair. I know you're shaking your head, but hear me out. This is what they said. Yeah. In regards to a native who has never heard of God or, or Jesus or that idea of salvation through Christ. When they die, God will present himself to that person and say, I'm God. Take it in, baby. This is your choice. Believe in me and my eyes son. Up yeah, eyes up eyes here. Eyes up here. <laughs> Believe in me yeah. and enter the kingdom of heaven or don't and go to hell. First off, if that were to happen, that is extremely unfair to everybody else. Because if God shows up and says, oh, you died, if you believe in me, you get to go to this party. Yeah. Of course you're going to say, yeah. You know, a great man. Are you a God? You say yes. <laughs> a great man once said uh, that heaven is a place where nothing ever happens. <laughs> that man was David Byrne. Why yeah. would you want to go hang out I in know. heaven? There's nothing going on up but there. But 
I'm entertaining. You think Dio's in heaven? Fuck no, dude. I'd rather hang out with Dio. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. But that concept that God would make a situation where this person then had... No. Just saying there's not a single good musician up there. That is not fair. No. It's not fair. No, it's not. No. So, that brings up another perplexing idea that I kept thinking about. So... The idea is, I mean, the basic tenet of all this is we're all born sinners, right? Yeah. Because of that, we're going to go to hell. Yeah. And the only way to escape hell is we got to accept Jesus. I'm fine. And all our sins are forgiven. I guarantee you none of my friends are going to be up there. <laughs> well, here's the problem I have with that. Every person is not just a sinner. The Bible says that every person is born a sinner, including newborn babies, who upon birth yeah. don't have the mental capacity or a developed brain for that matter to make decisions based on morals and ethics, let alone the ability to even know what's going on. Going on, They're shitting themselves. They're babies. They don't fucking know. Yeah, but they did see a vagina out of wedlock. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. They're, they're considered sinful at birth. And there are a multitude of biblical verses to support Well, they're very this. selfish. Yes. Uh, now, you know, again, if you can't argue against the Bible, right? According yeah. to Christians, well... These are the only two verses I'm actually going to read in this entire Ooh, episode. Ooh, please do. Psalm 51.5. Surely I was sinful at birth. Sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Mm. Job 14, chapter 14, verse 1 through 4. Man who was born of a woman is few of days and full of trouble. He comes out like a flower and withers. He flees like a shadow and continues not. And do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me into judgment with you? Who can bring what is pure from the impure? No one. End quote. (laughs) All right. Yeah. All right. All I got to say is talk about a fucking buzzkill, man. According to the Bible, the wages of sin is death. Children are born. Babies are born sinners. So moms, dads. So you're saying you should get abortions. Well, that baby... Then they ain't sinning. Well... uh, This is one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't situations. All I'm saying is, I'm sorry it's triggered to say this, but if you had a a child that died, eh, according to... Yeah, yeah, I don't... eh, Where's it? Where's it going? Yeah, that's pretty fucked, man. They say God is merciful. God is just. But a baby... Yeah. Now, I, I know, I know for a fact, if there's Christians still listening to this, they're going to say, well, God would never send a child to hell. God would never send a baby to hell. But then you're contradicting what the Bible says, that everybody is born a sinner, and, and the wages of sin is death. Yeah. So, I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. Unless, unless he had a home birth in a bathtub in holy water. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Instant baptism? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but technically they say that you got to accept Jesus into your life. Babies don't even know what... Babies can't do that. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Fucking babies, man. Fucking babies. <laughs> Fucking babies. All right. Um, I'm going to talk about the idea of perfection. Well, that's an unobtainable thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. No way. I mean, as you know, people who make things right. for a living, yeah. that's not obtainable. No. 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 The idea of perfection, I'm going to talk strictly in the sense of God. We're going to talk about God now. Yeah. The actual being. The deity. Yahweh. The, oh. the great I am. Jehovah. Lord of Lords. I have I. Mm. See? He's got other names. Yeah. <laughs> According to the Bible, God is perfect. Okay. 
Yeah. He's flawless. He is without sin. He is incapable of committing a sin due to his perfection. He is omnipotent, all-knowing, all-seeing. He knows everything. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. He can do anything and everything. They say all things are possible with God. I have issues with this. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I have issues, man. Yeah. I have issues. Why don't you tell me a few of them? Well, the biggest issue of all is forgiveness and how it is achieved and received from a perfect deity who can do anything. Supposedly, God loves us. All of us. And he wants us to dwell in the kingdom of heaven with him. But apparently we can't get into heaven because of our sin. Our sin prevents us from getting into heaven. So what did God do to address this imperfection amongst us humans that the perfect being created? So Brian, yeah, I'm going to ask you a question through a scenario and please bear with me. Okay. Brian, I'm having a party at my house, buddy, and you are invited. It's I, a pizza party. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, pizza party. You are invited. Yeah. You come over, you come to the door, I open the door, and I say, buddy, I love you. I want you in, but I can't let you in. Mm. You know why? Because I'm a vampire. I have fuck- to be. Oh. You fucked up, bro. You <laughs> oh. fucked up. Oh. You fucked up. Yeah. You know what you did? No. You broke my Micronaut toy. You still have Micronaut toys? I still have Micronaut toys, yeah. <laughs> my micronuts come on man okay yeah, yeah i'll play in the space you broke one you know so you I'm... shouldn't break one of my toys yeah sorry about that man yeah i know but here's the thing man i love you okay i mean and, yeah same yeah and i want to forgive you because okay. i know you didn't mean to do it it just happened they're so small who yeah. could see them right so here's what we're gonna do <laughs> yeah i'm gonna kill one of my cats i oh. love my cats okay they're perfect in my mind yeah i'm gonna fucking sack i won't technically do it i'll have a dog kill my cat all okay. right do and you then, need help finding the dog? No. No, I'll find the dog because <laughs> okay. I know everything. All I right. know where to find a yeah, dog. Yeah, no, sorry. That's my mistake. You want a show? I'll get you a fucking toe. Yeah, I shouldn't have assumed. So I'm going to have my cat killed. And then I want you to pledge allegiance to my dead cat. Worship that cat. I want you to, to dedicate your life to my dead cat. Mm. If you do that, yeah. I will forgive you and you can come in my house. How does that plan sound? It seems very convoluted. Yeah? I think we could skip the middleman and I could just pledge allegiance to you. Right? You think I can just, like, forgive you? Just be like, listen. No, you didn't even forgive me. And I could just... I could. I could You're just... the one that left the Micronauts laying around. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but I, instead of that plan, I, you know, if I really wanted to forgive you, I can just say, I forgive you. I mean, yeah. Right? But that's, like, your prerogative. And then I could just let you in. You could do whatever you want. Right? Yeah, exactly. I could yeah. do whatever I want. I could just let you in and forgive you. In this scenario... Yeah. The way it would really play out is uh, you'd be like, I can't let you in because blah, 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 blah. And in the same vein of Christianity, I would go, oh, okay. I'm just going to go then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, My point is, that plan is batshit crazy. Yeah, no, it's stupid. Right. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's it's like a Rube Goldberg of forgiveness almost. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, it's the, the core concept, right, is like, he just like made a dude and then put all the shit in that dude and then killed that dude. Yeah. Just as a vessel to be like, yeah, there you go. That guy took care of all of it. Okay. That guy took it all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's kind of a spot there where we don't really know much about him. Right. Uh, then he came back like Batman after all of his training. Yeah. But then we had to put him down. Okay. Right in his prime. Yeah. 33. Yeah. So God. They didn't have a Gregorian calendar then. So no, they, they don't didn't. really know. No. It's 33. No. 
So God, through the death and acceptance of his son... Especially in a time when people lived to like 200 years old. Yeah, they lived a lot back yeah, then. Yeah, they're just yeah. shit and piss factories back then. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So God will forgive us through the acceptance of his son. And not only will he forgive us, he will forgive us of any and all sins. Unconditional forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Rape, murder, incest, tax evasion. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Unconditional forgiveness achieved through Jesus. That's what they always told me in church. Jeffrey Dahmer became a Christian. Yeah, he did. Before he died. Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer is in heaven. Yes. <laughs> can't, you can't argue against the Bible. God will forgive you of anything if you accept Jesus. Jeffrey, anything. think about that, Christian folk. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer is in heaven. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I have. Okay. If God will forgive us. You're just going to have to avoid him. I, I, Everywhere. I you go to the post office, he's there. He's going to have those weird contacts in. He just wants to take photos. He wants to. He loves the emperor. So, I think I that you should pay for it. It was $50. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, Palpatine finds Palpatine, a way into heaven, too. Yeah, I wow. don't know. Somehow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, unconditional forgiveness through Jesus. But if we do that, we can get into the sweet God party in heaven. But the whole idea, if you really think about it. Now, I will say this. If you think about it. Or I say, if you really don't think about that whole concept, it seems... Freddie Mercury was gay, he's in hell, and Jeffrey Dahmer is, is in, in heaven. heaven. <laughs> think about the injustice in this world. But it, if you don't think about it, just ride... I almost said just ride with me on this. Don't No, don't yeah, that. ride or die. Whoop, ride whoop, or die. Yup, Woo, yup, no! It almost seems magical, like, oh my God, God did that for me. For me? God did that. I'm yeah. special. I'm, I'm so fucking special. God did this for me. For me, I'm so fucking special, Brian. Yeah. Here's my problem. All of it doesn't make sense because... <laughs> if, Gee, you don't say. I know. If God is capable of unconditional forgiveness, then why can't he just forgive someone for not believing in or accepting Jesus? Because if you have to accept Jesus in order to receive God's unconditional love and forgiveness, it's not unconditional. There's no, a condition to a, it. Yeah, it's an oxymoron. It, it's like jumbo shrimp. Oh you my know? god. <laughs> if a condition has to be met, then there is something that has to be done and to receive it, it is not unconditional. Yeah. So my big question is, taking all this elaborate plan of redemption into account, this is a real big debatable one. Is God simply unwilling to just forgive us, or is he unable to forgive us and allow us into heaven? Yeah, it's very interesting. You're throwing all these hypotheticals my way about a dude that I don't really care about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, he could accept me. I don't know. Sure. I'm living my life over here. I think about it because I find it fascinating. The, the beliefs of people. L-I-V-I-N, like, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where Christians will remind us that sin is what prevents us from getting into heaven. But remember, God wants us in heaven with him, but sin prevents us from entering yeah. those gates. So, if God is truly powerful and can do anything... You use too big of a stick to anything. beat your wife. You can't get in. I know. Gotta be a smaller stick. Yeah. But we can't enter the gates because of sin. So is God all-powerful? No. Or is sin more powerful than God because it's preventing us from getting Oh, in? sin is way more powerful. My point is it doesn't make sense. No, no, no. None of it does. It doesn't. I mean, it's all an allegory. I it's really just a big book telling you not to murder people. I guess. <laughs> and even that's saying, hard for people to get around. This is probably going to... 
this is going to break some hearts of my Christian friends out there. Yeah. I guess I'm saying I, Epion 5, can do something that God can't. Mm. That is, I don't have to forgive somebody through an elaborate plan. No. I can just be like, yeah, it's cool, dude. Come on, let's hang out. <laughs> yeah, I'm done talking about it. Let's just hang out. Jesus Christ. Fuck, fuck, fuck me, man. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to get into the final thing. Yeah. This one boggles, this one really boggles my mind. The it boggling. The story of Job. Yeah. This was a, a lesson that they taught us in church. Dude had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> so I will briefly go through the story. Yeah. For those of you who are not familiar with the story of Job. Please do. It, it, the funny thing is it actually starts out like a goddamn fairy tale. Job lived in the land of Uz. Seriously. It doesn't. Yeah. Job lived in the land of Uz. Job was a very rich guy. He was wealthy. He had a wife. He had 10 kids. He had That's way too many kids. Well, back then you had to, it was like possums. You had to make a lot of sure, them. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You need someone you know, to till the fields. Right. Uh, and the tax incentives alone. <laughs> <laughs> in that economy? Yeah. Um, he had 10 kids, multiple servants, had a herd of camels, herd of sheep, herd of oxen, crops. So Job loved God, was a good dude. All right. Then we go up to heaven. Up in heaven, God is talking about how great Job is. Job, Job's a good dude. Job loves me. Job, Job loves me. He's a good dude. Were there only just like 80 people back then? I don't like, know. Like God had so much free time that he was like, that Job guy, got my eye on him. Yeah. He's got a, my eye he's on a him. sweet dude. He's a big fan of me. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, the devil shows up. Satan, or hey, I'm the devil. in the Bible, he's referred to as the adversary. To That's fucking sex. metal, dude. Yeah, the adversary. It oh, is man. Fucking metal. I was at work the other day talking about, you know, my love of Satanism yeah. and, and uh, the Lord down below. And they were like, so you believe in Satan? And I was like, no, Satanists don't believe in Satan. And then we were like, you don't, Satanists don't believe in Satan? That's fucking stupid. And I said, yeah, they don't believe in Satan. And they were like, who believes in Satan? And I said, Christians do. <laughs> <laughs> You believe in Satan. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's just a fun concept, man. It's yeah, it's just, it's more fun. Like, nobody wants to have sex with an atheist. No. <laughs> um, I think that's a Mark Maron bit. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, so, so, God is talking about Job. Satan shows up. The adversary shows up and says, hey, man, hey, God. <sighs> adversary, that's so much cooler than Satan. Yeah, the adversary shows up and says, that's God. That's like a wrestling thing. God. Job only loves you because he has all this shit you gave him, man. Yeah. If you took all that shit away, he wouldn't love you. And God says, I'll take that bet. I will take that bet. Was this before that dude was cast out? You know what? That brings up an interesting point. It's like, does he have a phone line? How's he talking to him? Um, I'd have to reread Job, but from, from what I have... It sounds like Satan was up in heaven talking to God. God hasn't created Alexander Graham Bell yet, so they don't have the telephone. <laughs> no, no, there's no telephone. <laughs> it is kind of weird to think that the Satan and God are just having a conversation. Yeah, that's great, man. They're mortal enemies. It's like a Neil Gaiman novel. It is, yeah. <laughs> so God says, I'll tell you what, devil, I will prove to you... It's that like that scene in Heat. It's like that diner scene in Heat. Oh, uh, I'm not seeing Heat. Oh, my no, God. Good. Oh, it's so good. No, it's good. We should, heard. We should stop talking about the Bible and go watch Heat. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to get through Job first. Yeah, it's three hours long, too. I know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, God tells the, the devil, I'll tell you what, man. Do whatever you want. You just cannot harm Job. 
but you have permission to do whatever. So the devil... Just fuck him up. Yeah. Fuck up his whole life. Devil goes down. Job's having a good day. Not to Georgia. No, not to Georgia. <laughs> Job's having a good day, and all of a sudden, one of his servants runs up and is like, Oh my God, Job! Oh my God! Yeah, Job! Uh, your camels are all dead. Your camels are dead. And all the servants that were watching, they've been murdered by marauders. Oh, God. Oh, sweet pea. Uh. And then Job's like, holy fuckballs, you know? And then... In my mind, Job turns around and all his camels are on fire yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Just camels running on fire. Servants bleeding from the yeah. eyes. So then another servant runs up and is like, Oh, Job, your sheep are dead. Yeah. Uh, somebody killed all your sheep and those guys that were watching guy's the having sheep. having a rough day. They're fucking dead too, Job. You lost yeah. your sheep. You lost your camel. Then the third guy shows up and is like, You like your oxen? Yeah, they're dead. Ugh, they're gone. I hate yeah, to marauders about the came and killed, yeah, killed your all servants. these marauders. And then finally a fourth guy runs up and is like, your kids are dead, man. All you wouldn't believe it. All ten shouldn't put them on that boat. No, well, yeah. <laughs> they, they were eating a feast, and the wind came down from the hills and knocked the walls down and fucking killed them all, crushed Christ them. The walls down. Yeah. So Job Jericho. That's 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 Chris Jericho's <laughs> entrance music. <laughs> I know what you're doing. He's got that metal band, Fozzy. Yeah, Fozzy rules. Yeah, they're good. I I, list, I looked up YouTube videos of them, mm. and I'm like. They're good. That song Judas, man. That yeah. song slaps. So, fuck. Anyway, Job lost everything. Still, yeah. Still had his wife, though. Oh. Still had his wife. <laughs> so Job was so upset, he shaved his hair off, ripped his clothes off, and was like, but I still love you, God. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. He had a fucking Travis right? Bickle turn. <laughs> didn't, didn't, yeah. So then the devil went back to heaven, and God's like, See? See? Yeah. Boom, in your face. Just DX crotch chops for like 20 face. minutes. Yeah. But then the devil's like, nah, I bet if something happened to Job himself, he changes his mind. And God's mm. like, I'll take that bet. <laughs> Tell you what, devil? Yeah. You can't kill him. You can do it the fuck ever you want to Job. Cut his leg off. I don't yeah. give a fuck. So the devil went back down and inflicted Job with boils all over his body that got mm. so bad. And Job was so sick and so covered in these boils and pus. He was taking bits of pottery and using the pottery to scrape at the boils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At that point, Job... Like a pumice stone. Yeah. yeah. Job's wife shows up and was like, you still love God? And Job's like, yes, the Lord give us and the Lord take us you know, it sounds like Lewis Tuttle. Yeah, Louis <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yes. I'd watch that movie. Yes, have one. Yeah. Um, so Job's wife says something which I think is pretty fucking metal. She says, "Why didn't you curse God and die?" Hell yeah, that's man. pretty fucking metal. Curse God and die, and Job didn't. And then three of Job's friends show up. I'm gonna try to remember these names because they, <laughs> Eliphad. Oh, fuck, man. Eliphad, Zaphron, Zofam, and uh, Bilbo Dad? No. <laughs> no. No. Bil Bildad. Not Bilbo Dad. <laughs> yeah, Bildad. Bildad. Sure. It, they sound like fucking like prescriptions, like, try a new Bildad today for penis, penile erection dysfunction. It, they're like, they're like uh, Tolkien knockoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bildad. They show up, and they're like, Joe, man... Yeah you're, yeah, you're pretty fucked, dude. You must have fucked up. You must have sinned, Job, because otherwise... You God, haven't even buried the kids. They're yeah, still over there. They're crushed. They're, it's like, yeah, it's like porridge under there. God damn it. 
bloody tomato soup. Yeah. Um, they were like, you must have done something, Job. You must have sinned. Because yeah. otherwise, why would God do this to you? Did you fuck one of those sheep, Job? Not Job. <laughs> tell Job? me now, Job. Job? You fucked one of those sheep. You got to tell me. Yeah. Job's like, no, I didn't do anything, man. I didn't sin. But hey, I still love God. You know? God then, is good. God is good. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Could uh, we make a t-shirt that says God is good, quote, Job? <laughs> <laughs> Only if it has a picture of Job Bluth on it. Yeah, Hell with yeah. Franklin. Yes. With his black puppet. Oh, my gosh, yes, Franklin. Um, so, now this is the part where it does get a little weird. So, Job... This is where it gets weird. Yeah, this is where it gets weird. Hmm. So, um, Job still loves God, but he's like, God, why are you doing this to me? I've done nothing to you. Why are you doing this to me, God? Why, Lord? Why? why? Well, God comes down and presents himself to Job. Doesn't it make your head explode? Only in the Kevin Smith universe. Oh, okay. Wait, well, that's if you hear God. Oh, okay. You hear God. Um, yeah. No, I think that is, I think that's in Islam if you see the face yeah, of God. I mean, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's all the same, though. It is. It's all, it's all <laughs> Alanis Morissette, honestly. Well, I think that was Zeus, too. If you ever saw Zeus, you would, like... Zeus? Okay. Yeah, it was like okay. a... Right. It was like a Lovecraftian being. Old, old Zeusio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Russell Crowe. <laughs> God shows up and oh, fuck this is what God does God starts bragging to Job about his creations yeah he's like Job made a platypus Job uh, yeah last I made week. a platypus Job yeah. I made the universe I made black holes I made mountains I did shit that you could never do or understand in your life I did this Job I did it I am God Seven days, brother. Six days. He rested on the well, seventh. You gotta, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, you got Technically, take God doesn't yeah, need to take... rest on the seventh. He just did it for symbolic reasons so that we would take a break. Right. But we don't do that anymore. He's not addressing Job's <laughs> suffering. He's like, I did this. I did this. Yeah. I made a horse. Yeah. I made shrimp. I made slaves. I made slaves. Okay. Um, I made shrimp. I, yeah. <laughs> I made shrimp. Dot, dot, dot. Scampy. Scampy. Made shrimp mm, scampy. Hell yeah. It's just a butter sauce. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to lo- love it, Job. I love a good butter sauce. Job, I made olive garden. Garlic butter shrimp. <laughs> God damn it. All you can eat breadsticks? Yeah. Jesus. I made radiation. Mm. I made Marie Curie to figure that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, at the end of all this, the reason God is telling Job all the shit that he did, he basically says, Job, you will... That was You're my getting beard. a lot Sorry. of work out of that beer. I know. It's my Lone Star, baby. Mondays are my day off. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> and so God basically brags about his creation and says, yeah. listen, you're a human. You will never understand why I do what I do. The plight. Yeah. That is upon me. I got a lot of shit to hold up. Yeah, I'm God. Spinning a lot of plates, Joby. You will never understand. You cannot comprehend. You can't get this. Therefore, you cannot comprehend why you are suffering. So the moral of the story is, hashtag God is good even if things are bad. We don't understand his plan. We just accept the idea that God works in mysterious ways. Mm. You just got to roll with it. Brian, what are your thoughts on Job, the whole story? (laughs) Because um, they, they taught this to kids. They teach this yeah, to kids in Sunday school. Yeah. Um, Why would they do this? What's the purpose, you think? I don't know. It sounds like the story of a, of a, of a, of a spousal abuse victim. 
kind of sounds like you should uh, really learn to cut your losses at some point and move on with your life. Yeah. And not accept being treated like shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But I, I love him. But I love him. You love Job or you love God? No, that's what that's what Job's Job, saying. Yeah, I that's love what Job's him. saying. Right. He's like, I love him. I can't leave him. Right. I love him. God's right. I don't understand why he made the why he does this. Yeah, I just gotta accept this. Right. Hashtag God is good no matter what. Yeah. No. Here's my problem. No, with I think it. that's some bullshit. It is. Um, and I can't believe people don't bring this up in church. Like one kid. Yeah, fine. But ten. Ten. That's great. And your wall fell down. Yeah. Um. It's like the Kool-Aid man. Nobody's <laughs> talking about the fact that the devil's just chilling up in heaven with God and they're just having I mean, a I brought that up. I'm pretty right. cool with that. I like yeah. that idea. I it's, like having a council. It's kind of weird that they're just kind of hanging out and talking. No, it's like the watchtower in yeah. uh, in uh, the, the JLA. Well, okay. <laughs> My biggest problem is all of Job's suffering, the murdering of his children, yeah. it's all to prove a bet. Yeah. God made a bet with the devil basically devil you can kill anybody you want and here's the thing remember god is all powerful all knowing well technically god has way higher body count than, than yes, the devil does. yes he does like a lot that's the no we're not gonna yeah that's a whole like a other episode people but remember god is all powerful all knowing omnipotent he doesn't need to prove anything because he already knows that job would never yeah if anything the moral of the story is don't have an ego <laughs> Which is what God has at the beginning of that story. Yeah. What kind of, All I'm saying is, I, I can't believe in a God that would let people be killed just to prove a bet. Well, we, I mean, what's what does he get at the end of the bet, though? He just gets to prove to the devil that, see, Job does love me. Be, for me. Not because... Like, of if I made a bet with you and was like, you know, all, if you lose, like... 5,000 Instagram followers next week after this episode. Yeah. My bet to you, if I win, I will buy you an oven and you can make all the pizzas you want. Mm. You'd be taking that bet, baby. I do love pizza. <laughs> if you can ostracize most of half my, of your follower base. Most of my followers just send me angry messages like, why hasn't that shipped yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be worth it. <laughs> exactly. Right? It might be worth it. So I'm just saying. Okay. You know, I got to know what the parameters of this bet are. I'm as a betting man myself. Yeah. Well, regarding the parameters of Job, I don't see God as being this good, benevolent being. He lets people die just to prove a bet? Yeah. That's not merciful. No. That's just straight up psychopathic, sociopathic. He's an asshole. Yeah, if anything, the uh, the our good friend the devil was just kind of proving the cracks and the flaws of you know the lord almighty's whole situation yeah and how flawed of a of a creature he is i think it's a fucking awful story to tell people you know i mean i had fun with it yeah no it's yeah between you and i but still my favorite part was when rick Miranda showed oh, up oh yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah. oh yeah there's a bear loose in my apartment <laughs> yeah the fun part about it is that his wife would be played by john candy and drag oh yeah yeah <laughs> curse god and die oh boy i'd watch that yeah yeah mm. so and, you know they're jewish too so that's even more fun. yeah that is pretty fun they don't give yeah. a fuck so i mean that's the story of job yeah. like if you really think about it it's an awful story god does not come out as a good guy in this no because he lets people, he very rarely does no he honestly. lets people just die 
Yeah. You know? Just to prove a point. Yeah, but it's a point he already knew, because, again, he's all-knowing. He knew Job would not forego his faith. He made Job. He made Job, yes! I don't know. We can keep going. We can keep going. Yeah. But we're not. No. That's going to be the end of the episode. No. We There's need a to... lot more we could talk There's about. There's way much more yeah. we could talk about. All of which is a subject about a thing that I don't care about. <laughs> I I just find it fascinating. It because is. Because Christians are, to me... Well, I will say this. I will give a shout out to some Christians. Uh, even though I joke that they are cryptids that we do not understand. There are a few good ones. Yeah. Um, I will give you an example. I'm not going to name his name, but my nephew is actually a Christian. A lot of my... My brother and his family, they're Christians, and, uh, and they're good. They're, they're, they're like Dolly Parton. They're what I think everybody should be, and I'll give you a, a prime example. Uh, my old van, which I affectionately called Bernie Vanders. Yes, the late great. The late R. great. R.I.P.D. had to junk him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Bernie Vanders. I met that guy today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy you junked it to. Yeah. Um, he dances in the streets. Yes. Seriously, he literally does. He it's literally, I saw, him, I saw him dancing in the street yeah. today. It's like a Mentos commercial. Out it there. is. <laughs> um, so Bernie Vanders had brake problems, and I took it into the shop, and they're like, yeah, dude, you need rotors and pads, the whole works. Yeah. Which, if you know, that was going to cost me, at that time, uh, $700 plus tax, like $800. Yeah. I didn't have the money, so I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to do that thing where you, you, you do the zero interest card. Yeah. You got to try and pay it off before that interest starts to accrue. And at, at that time, my nephew was texting me, just asking me, hey, uh, Uncle Epion, what's going on? Yeah. And I just told him, man, I'm at the shop. I got to get brakes and pads. And he's like, oh, do you have money for it? He knows I'm an artist. Yeah. He loves that I'm an artist. You know, he's generally curious about what that's like. And uh, I, I told him, yeah, I don't have the money. I'm going to have to, you know, put it on a credit card or I something. Figure it out. Yeah. And he was like, no. He's just like, don't, don't do that. No. No. <laughs> no, Uncle Epion, don't do that. He's like, hey, listen, what's your PayPal? He's like, I will, I will send you the cash right yeah. now. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't, thank you, but no. He's like, Uncle, Uncle Mike, listen. Whoa, I know. He just broke like, the fourth wall. I broke the fourth wall. He's wow. like, listen, I have the extra money. It's not going to hurt me. I don't need it. It's just money set aside. You can use it, so why not give it to you? And I was like, I, I don't, I'm probably not going to be able to pay you back because, as At an the artist, at least not anytime soon. Yeah, as an artist, things are tight. Yeah. And he just said, Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't have to pay me back. Yeah, that's good shit. And he just sent me the money. I was able to pay for my breaks. And the reason I bring this up is um, a lot of times I see this Christians will do something good, but they will not do it for the sake of doing something good to be good yeah they'll do it because it's a uh, it's a way to then instill their beliefs on somebody else like i did this for you so let me tell you about what i believe it's about a pomp and circumstance yeah. kind of situation or they'll do something mm-hmm. good because if i do this well that's just extra brownie points for me to get into heaven yeah if you have to do something good in order to receive something else that's basically manipulation and you're kind of a piece of shit yeah, yeah, you're you're not a good person that yeah, you you're think just, you are. You're just doing it for the gold stars. Exactly. Well, my nephew never he knows that I'm not into religion anymore. Yeah. He never decided to be like, "Hey, I lent you that money. Let me tell you about this." He's never brought it up ever. He gave I me gave the you money. that money. 
I also got a pamphlet for you to read. No, yeah, no, no pamphlets, no talk. He was just, he was honestly just happy that I was able to get it fixed. Yeah. And he's never asked for it back. He did it just to help somebody out. Yeah. And he's like that with everybody. Like, he is generally curious about just random people, what they do, who are mm. they. He likes hearing about stuff. Yeah. He likes hearing about making art and what it's like. Um, yeah. He should listen to some episodes of this. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> no, I shouldn't. Um, yeah, so that's a good, you know, that is an example. That's a Dolly Parton example of Christianity. Yeah. So there are good Christians out there. Certainly. Um, my, only, my only qualm with that is if you are one of those Christians, you should really say something to those other Christians that are assholes because they're not going to listen to me. They're, they're not going to listen to you. They're making you look bad, too. They're making you look bad. <laughs> It's kind of like the idea of uh, bad cops. Yeah. There are good cops that mean to do well, but if that good cop is not holding the bad cop accountable, it doesn't fix anything. No. And those bad cops are not going to listen to me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the pedophile in the parish, right? Exactly. It's, uh, if you don't, if you don't say or do something, then you're, you're kind of for it. Yeah. So having said that, good Christians out there, if you're listening to this, if you disagree with everything I said, that's fine. Hold your brothers and sisters accountable. Also, I wanted to bring this up. There's really no point to debate us about this because I've learned from talking to Christians and disagreeing with them that it's like trying to talk to George Lucas. I, I will give you an example. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring Star Wars into this, baby. Uh, I mean, your yeah. well, your book would be good. Sebulba. But have you thought about Sebulba? Sebulba. In it? Have you yeah. thought about adding Sebulba? Yeah. <laughs> um, Star Wars episode, episode three: Re- Revenge of the Sith. Right. The final fight happens on Mustafar, the lava planet. Right. Yeah, he's got the high ground. Yeah. And uh, they're fighting over lava. Lava's right next to them. Blah blah blah. It's a cool scene. <laughs> Bob lava. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool scene. Anakin ends up catching on fire. Gets all burnt. Yeah. He's a burn victim. That movie sucks. Yeah, I love it. Though. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Go well, on. It, it's funny because like people brought up like, yeah, that's that's not possible. Like, you cannot get that close to lava nah, in real life. The nah. toxic fumes would kill you. The heat would kill you. Well, right they away. got the force. Right? Yeah. No, George Lucas actually addressed that one time and was like, uh, well, actually, yeah, the Mustafar is a space planet and the uh, the melting point of that particular kind of space rock is much lower than what we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that uh, explains that. Yeah. So my point is George Lucas always has some bullshit answer to explain <laughs> something. Yeah, the dumb shit that he comes up with. And that's what it's like to debate with the religious folk. Right. They always have an answer. Well, on top of that, though... You can debate it with us all you want, but I just don't care. I know. <laughs> I, I like the debate, but I also know... Yeah, you do. It's a stalemate. It is honestly a stalemate. So, Christians out there, good Christians, hold your brothers and sisters accountable. That's the end of this episode, actually. Wow. What do you What did you think of it? Did you have fun? I learned about Job. Job. I thought that was a pretty funny story. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I thought Job that was a pretty funny children. story. Um, fuck balls. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, um... I just think there's a whole lot of accountability in in uh in the in that organization that is not present. No. And I got a big problem with accountability. Yeah. That's my biggest uh uh gripe. Yeah. No. I know. In any group. Yeah. 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 Um actually I was going to bring this up. 
I think you talked about it with Mr. Johnny B. Hazard on Johnny B. Hazard's own podcast, The Weird oh, Attic. Check yeah, it yeah. out, Weird Attic. It's my promo. I hope he uses that. Um, okay. You, you guys <laughs> briefly talked about. Yeah, that was like nine months ago. I don't yeah, remember I know. this, this um, conversation, but yeah, go do on. Do you think there is just nothing aside from this world? Oh. You're, I'm asking your personal opinion. You mean like the afterlife? Do you think there's a god of some kind of afterlife? No. Do you think when you die, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Interesting. Which, in turn, means you should probably make of this life what you have. Sure. The most of it. I agree with that, yeah. Instead of working so hard to get to a place that you might not even get to. Yeah. Because you ate meat on a Tuesday. So, <laughs> so you're an atheist. Full, full, full bore. Blunk, full blunk. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't actually know if I'm atheist or agnostic. I kind of go all over the place. I've got weird thoughts, but then again, I'm also the guy that was like, yeah, Hopkinsville Gerblins, they're real. <laughs> they're real, man. Sure. Those Gerblins are fucking real. Yeah, that's a real Gerblin. It's a real Gerblin. It's not an owl. Um, I, I think about it a lot. My, my thought process is this. Yeah. If God exists and he is an all-powerful being or entity, if that is true then that is something that is so far beyond human comprehension. Yeah. You can't quantify it into words. I it feel is an impossible concept to understand. I feel the same way about a higher power that I do about alien life forms. Yeah. Like, if it does exist, cool. But why the fuck would it spend time watching me? True. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How selfish am I to think that that is here for me? Me? Yeah. Me? Right. You did all this for me? I don't matter that much. Um, like even the concept of heaven and hell. I mean, the Bible breaks it down into like a, a, a bipolar kind of yeah. very black and white thing. But my thought is, okay, whatever the human soul is, it could just be your consciousness in your brain. You talking about that 21 grams, brother? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> my thought is if you... I thought, okay, if there is a God, it's so far beyond. We'll never fucking understand that concept yeah. if he's able to create a universe in an alternate dimension called heaven and hell, whatever you want to call it. Maybe that alternate dimension is uh, a, a, a multiverse, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't fucking know. Uh, maybe when a person dies, it doesn't matter if they've accepted Jesus or not. If there is a consciousness, maybe you just go to that next level. And maybe that next level filters out anything that's bad in you, and you're just a pure form of yourself. Yeah. Of course, if I, if I said that, that means Hitler's up there. Yeah. Well, just the part of Hitler that loved dogs. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Up there with Dahmer. Up there with Dahmer. Yeah. Yes. They're just palling out. So, in the end, I don't... Like you, I don't think it matters if you, it accept, doesn't. If you accept Jesus it or doesn't. not. It doesn't. I think you just need to try to be a good person, make the most of your life. Yeah. You know? I feel bad when people are like, I'm going to pray about this so I can, that this might happen. That's fine. Pray. But also fucking work for it, man. Yeah. Accountability. Yeah. Work for it. Um, I had a table, because I, I work at a restaurant, I had a table once that, mm. that was like after church group. Yeah. And they were like, they were like, do you have anything bad going on in your life? Do you need us to pray for you? And I said, no, things are pretty good. <laughs> I'm fine. And they're like, well, we need something. Tell us something that we can do for you. And well, I said, you can no, tip I'm fine. me. I'm good. Yeah, tip. They left an okay tip. Okay. 
<laughs> at least they tipped you and didn't leave a pamphlet. Yeah, I had that happen at the grocery store. Fuck once. that! And that old man was like, "That's for you to get a new that testament." And I said, not "They made a new my... testament." Oh my god! <laughs> I thought the old one was just fine. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even discuss the idea of the Bible being God. Remember, God is perfect. The yeah. Bible is God's word, therefore it must be perfect. Yet there are a lot of contradictions in that book. A lot of different versions, too. A lot of different versions, yes. Every Sounds time, like people every... are just kind of writing what they want to hear. I know. That's kind of weird. Why not just read To Kill a Mockingbird? You're going to get a lot more information out of it. Yeah, you're going to become a better person that's for reading That's my best. That's uh, Atticus Finch. Yeah, that's that your Gregory into, Peck? That goes into Sean Connery. It's, yeah. like, Attic, it's like an Atticus Connery. Atticus Connery. I'm going to slap her. Boo, Rad <laughs> Boo Radley, come here. I've yeah. got to slap the shit out of you. I'm just saying, I think I became a better person because of reading that book. Yeah. More than I would have if, if I had read the Bible. You know, uh, I'm actually going to end this with something which I think was unintended consequences. Mm. But it was something that really uh, I took to heart. I'm going to get serious. What? I actually, speaking of books though, yeah. I one time had a friend who's very Catholic. Yeah ask me how i how i came up with the concept of morality having not read the oh bible oh my god yes um and i told him by watching batman yeah <laughs> that's that taught me the the you know the do's and don'ts that goes back to the idea of being good why are you good are you good for good sake are you if moral you a, for moral sake if you need a book to tell you not to kill somebody then you don't then understand. you're a sociopath you, and you don't understand morality no you're only doing it because something told you to do it yeah i know that i should not kill it yeah I'm yeah not gonna fucking get yeah that's a whole it. other that's a whole other episode yeah um <laughs> So when I used to go to youth group, yeah, in the early days of youth group, we had a youth pastor. He was a cool dude. Uh, he was very supportive of things that I did. I he, guarantee you, he's not a cool dude. Oh no, nah, no. I can I can picture him in my mind. That guy's not cool. That guy's a square. No, no. <laughs> Actually, he was very squarish and nerdy. Yeah. See, I know. But yeah, he was very interested. He liked. He's like, you love heavy metal. That's awesome. You love music. Great. He said something. As he's putting Duke's mayonnaise on us. Yeah. No. He said something to me that I never forgot. Yeah. And it probably was unintended consequences. But it's something that I'm surprised I heard come from a youth pastor. Is this is this what we're leaving the, the show on? Yes. You know what Jack Burton says in a time like this? He said, don't believe something just because the pastor tells you to believe it. He said, don't do that. He said, think about it. Why should I believe this? Why should I not believe it? And that's what he said. Yeah. And I always thought about that. And that's kind of what, like, why should I disbelieve? That's, that's why you took the evolution class. Yeah. And yeah. that was like the best advice I ever got from anybody in the church was that guy. I never forgot it. He was a cool dude. I think I've always kind of had that mentality of question everything. Sure. Yeah. Don't have blind faith in anything. Right. You know. Ooh, faith. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Clapton, and look where that got him. <laughs> no, I, um, I will say this one last thing. I'm sorry, I keep remembering the idea of faith was something I was going to talk about. This annoys me. I love science. Science sets out to try to figure things out. It's pretty awesome. Regardless of what the outcome is. Yeah. They just want to see what, what's going on, right? Yeah. The idea of religion is that it's faith-based. That means you should believe in it based on faith, not evidence. That's yeah. the whole purpose of it. Yeah. I believe in this regardless of dot, dot, dot. It's like a sports fan. My team sucks. Statist statistically, my, my team is last. 
but I believe they're going to do it this year. Yeah. That's faith. Yeah. For some reason now, I see a lot of Christians that are trying to prove that their religion is real. Yeah. Don't. No. Don't do that. No. If you were to actually prove it your religion... It disproves reli- everything. I know. But, <laughs> but let's just say, if you did, if you were able to prove that God is here or living... Creationists. You rob everybody of the ability to choose for themselves, because now they have no choice. Yeah. And it's not faith-based anymore. Yeah. At that point, it's just it's it's just a... Uh, People thinking that humans lived with dinosaurs, <laughs> and yet... Our cars run on well, fossil fuels. <laughs> let's, let's not forget Mokele Mumbembe. Yeah. Yup. 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 So, anyway, that's the end of the episode, yeah, folks. we got to end it at some point. I hope you enjoyed this episode about uh, Christians, Christianity. If you have any comments, you can DM at Electric Monster on Instagram. At Electric Monster Pod. Send it my way. Yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I will tell you. Yeah. If you do send them to me, I will not respond. You won't respond, but I'd love to read them. And it's not because I don't want to respond. It's because I don't care about social media. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Would I I be more successful if I did? Probably. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) You got to play the game, baby. I'm not willing to. I know. Not willing to. So uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, Brian? Yeah. Got anything you want to promote coming up in your life? On this episode? Yes. Nah. (laughs) You atheist. Piece of shit. No, not really. I got a couple of shows coming up. Cool. But uh, I got one at the end of May. I think one in June or yeah. July. I don't know. That's Days it. of the Dead. Is that the I'll post them. Okay. I'll post them when they're well, up. Well, I got news for me. Yeah? Well, I got news. What's your news? My news is... I, I mean, you I, made a pizza made for a the pizza. first time in a long time. Yeah. I don't have a car. I'm trying to buy a fucking car. That's old news, baby. I know. But I started looking at conventions near the back half of this year yeah and i'm going third fourth quarter yeah i'm gonna try if i can get a car and save up i'm gonna try to do some cons this year yeah local midwest cons i'm not gonna be traveling out to new york or i mean on top of that i'm looking to get a van if i can get a van you and me can just carpool to some of these point is folks if you have missed my ugly face at a convention i might be getting that back out there and, and we your can face, your ugly face. face. And then, you know, <laughs> we can argue about copyright infringement at my booth because that always happens with somebody being like, oh, you're ripping the shit off. I'm like, eh, shut the fuck up. Um, I never have these conversations. I, I have them a few times. See, yeah. this is what I'm talking about, man. I just skirt under the radar and I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Yeah. I'm allowed to do whatever. I, I didn't want. ask for this life, Brian. I'm like the I'm like the Ty West of, of the art scene, you know? What? <laughs> no one gives me money. Oh. I yeah. can just do what I want. That's true. Minimal, minimal cost, high reward. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to be just chill, but people just they just get in there and they're like, Hey, I'm gonna sue you and I'm like, What the fuck did I do? I'm probably closer to the Lloyd Kaufman, if if anything. <laughs> yeah, Lloyd Kaufman's pretty rich yeah he's like wicked rich yeah his wife's a politician oh well okay well she's on like a board or some shit oh okay well in new york well thank you everybody for listening to this amazing episode of the most mysterious cryptid of all Christians. I don't feel good comparing myself to Ty West or Lloyd Kaufman, if we're going to be weird. honest. Yeah. It's very weird. I don't weird. know what I compare you to. Who would you compare yourself to as a director? Me? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like, you're not a John Waters, but I'd like you to be. No, I'm not John Waters. I love John Waters. Female Trouble is my favorite John Waters yeah. film. I don't know, man. Mm. 
It's a, um, it's a fun question to ponder. You know, uh, this is probably going to be a pretty bold statement on my part. <laughs> Please do. It's a hard one to do without sounding bold. John Carpenter. Mm. Yeah, you. John Carpenter doesn't really give a shit. He's no, to, he doesn't. He, but he's made some awesome stuff. Um, but he's also had to deal with a lot of crap. Can we both kind of be like a John Carpenter? Sure, like yeah. you're John Carpenter in his prime, and I'm him post retirement, <laughs> where like all I really kind of want to do is like just play some video games. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And like eat a good meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, so uh, thank you for joining this episode of M3 with E5. I'm your host, Epion5, and joining me as always, Brian, Aerosol Pro. You can find Brian on Instagram, Aerosol. At Aerosol Pro. Electric Monster Pod, your podcast. And yeah. And, of course, my podcast, Mystery Monsters and Mayhem, is on his Electric Monster Podcast. You're listening page. to it right now. I know, it's crazy. Go listen to other episodes. It's Jesus magic. We just did one on Barbarian. It was great. Oh, my God, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I fucking love Jut. Ricky Ticky Tabby, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, Little Donovan. Did you note that I left it in that Craig also forgot how to drink coffee? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny guy. He is a very funny guy. Tea, coffee, I don't know. He's a funny guy. Yeah, that's okay. Um. All right, that's it. That's it, man. So join us next month. Uh, we'll be getting back to some more. We this was kind of a wooey wheeled. It's gonna be wooey wheeled. This was kind of a joke cryptid but we'll be getting back to some more actual cryptid bigfoot mothman ufo shit yeah yeah we got a we got a uh alien spectacular coming our way cooking that up cooking those aliens yeah boy so thank you for joining and with that being said tschüss auf wiedersehen und bis später ja ja I also wanted it to be said now that John Carpenter is the only JC that I believe in. <laughs> <laughs> what would JC do? Exactly. <laughs>